0: Hello everyone, before starting today's podcast episode, we just wanted to make a brief disclaimer to our viewers that the interviewees of today's episode are high school students that simply want to educate and raise awareness on the topic of mental health. Please take into consideration that by no means is the proceeding content approved by professionals. If you feel that you are struggling and in need of help, we advise you to seek professional guidance. With that being said, we can now get into today's episode.
1: Today on the show, we have invited a major student-led mental health awareness initiative, Kiernetic. They've supported and helped many young individuals get through their obstacles, spreading awareness about topics such as body image, gender stereotypes, self-care, and the LGBTQ community. We're here with the founders of Kiernetic, Ishita Honda and Vidushi Kenny. It's so nice to have you guys here today. How are you doing? We're doing great. Thank you so much for having us.
0: So tell us a little more about Kironetic. Right off the bat, the name really interests me, and I was wondering what the inspiration was behind it and how Kironetic was born.
2: Um, so I think Kironetic in itself, like, is a story. So Vidushi um, and I have both been, you know, in these rough patches where we just didn't know what was going on with us and at that point all we needed was someone to you know understand us and tell us that you know everything will be okay and assure that we could heal because we were at a stage where we didn't even know what you know mental health meant and um, when we became aware about this We realized that, um, you know, it's important to spread awareness about this and, you know, tell people that they would be able to heal and that they're not alone. And um, that's why we started Genetic.
3: And that's where the
2: name comes from.
3: We thought it goes well with our purpose. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: Thank you so much for that story. It's really so inspiring how you've turned your own personal struggles into something so beautiful. So anyway, moving on, social media has a major influence on one's thoughts, well-being, and mental health. There are definitely pros and cons, right? For some people, it inevitably gives rise to their insecurities, for example, when it comes to body image. There are, however, so many amazing initiatives, like Kiernetic that are helping people to feel safer and more secure. In this case, how does one know what to stay away from and use social media in a positive and healthy way?
3: So we are operating on multiple social media platforms right now, so it's difficult to stay away from that. Um, Adding to that, one of our biggest goals is to spread positivity. And like when I'm scrolling through my feed, I obviously want to see things that make me smile, but not necessarily something that sugarcoats everything that's going on. So we try spreading positivity with realism in the sense that one can take their mind off the crazy things happening today, like the pandemic. Of course, the most important aspect of maintaining that positive way to stay away from um, a negative mindset is can be found hard on social media. But I think following accounts that make you feel good about yourself and make you aware of significant topics prove that you're using social media healthily. In addition, it's necessary to limit your time on social media so that there's a balance between reality and the social media life.
1: That's really interesting. I really like the part where you said that you aim to spread um, positivity through social media. And I personally think that that's really, um, that's a requirement in today's world. You know, with all the pandemic going on, there's just a whole lot of negativity on the internet and positivity is what we really need. Moving on. Um, Stereotypically speaking, there are general cultural taboos against mental health, right? And they are often disregarded. Going to therapy is frowned at by some parts of society. So um, how does someone unwell break out of this mindset and get clinical diagnosis
2: with help? Yeah, like you said, for sure, there are a lot of um, general cultural taboos against mental health. And I think that makes it really hard for people to, you know, ask for help clinically and reach out to others. And I think with clinical diagnosis, the first step comes with self-acceptance. And what I mean by self-acceptance in this case is that you yourself need to know that you need help and that you have to reach out to a professional for it. Because a lot of times, especially us teenagers, What we do is when we go through something, we go reach out to our friends and they console us for the time being and we think that we are okay now, we've talked to someone and it's all fine now. Which is okay, yeah, they will help you when you connect to your loved ones, it's it's really great because it's going to help you out. But in the long run, you need a professional's help because they will provide you with one perspective and they will not be able to diagnose you with a particular problem if you are going through one. And they will not be able to give you a plan for how you can heal further. They can only help you for the time being. So it's important to accept the fact that you need to reach out to a professional who can generally help you. And like you said, um, with cultural taboos, there are also a lot of myths um, that are related to mental health. So, for example, uh, I have talked to many teenagers and they think that it's unsafe to get a diagnosis from a professional because they reveal the person's information to family members or friends or anyone you know. But that's not true. Ethically speaking, um, these professionals are supposed to maintain confidentiality and so they don't reveal such information unless something uncontrollable is about to happen that is beyond their own control. And uh, I would also say that, you know, another thing that people do not usually understand is that therapy is an ongoing process. And there will be days when you will feel really bad after a therapy session and days when you feel good after a therapy session. It's not a one day thing. So we have to understand that there will be ups and downs but in the end, the motive is to help you heal and um, I could compare this to a physical health injury. If you have an injury, you go to a doctor, they will give you a medicine but that doesn't mean that you will heal in a second. It takes time for you to heal and to be able to, you know, um, be perfectly fine and there will be days it will hurt you more than the others. And similarly is therapy. There will be days it will be worse than the other days. But in the end, what the medicine and the therapy are trying to do to you is just help you heal. Alright,
0: so we've definitely talked a lot about how to seek help from an expert if you're unwell. Another important aspect to consider is if someone close to you may be struggling with their mental health. Like, for example, if you know someone that is mentally struggling, how do you yourself ensure that you are mentally stable enough to help them?
3: So in my opinion, it's extremely important to support your friends, but at the same time, I think putting yourself first should be a priority. If you feel like you're getting negatively affected, then you should step back and be honest with your friends. Tell them about what's happening, how you're feeling. I would ask them to like write down their thoughts um, and of course recommend them to a counselor. Besides that, though, I think one should not stick to these suggestions. It does take a while to know which method works best for us because all of us are different. Like for some mm-hmm. people, just um, ranting your problems with your friends while they share their own may help the most, um, but for some this may not work. So I think experimenting is, also really important
4: so true i agree with you i think it's really important that we help ourselves before we help someone else so we've spoken about this but a really major issue i think is how one diagnoses themselves with a mental disorder or issue so apart from clinical diagnosis there are many that self-diagnose themselves with mental disorders you know by things like relating themselves to common symptoms they've seen or heard about. I wanted to ask you, is self-diagnosis safe and reliable? And if so, how can one safely diagnose
2: themselves? Um, If I would give my opinion, I would say that one should definitely not rely on self-diagnosis. But this generally varies from opinion to opinion. The reason why I am saying this is because self-diagnosis is made for generally anyone and everyone right and it doesn't consider the different perspectives of a particular symptom and we need to keep this in mind that many symptoms are general and they might overlap between different conditions and illnesses right so um, to explain this for example certain symptoms for anxiety and ADHD overlap each other and they're often misregarded so this could probably cause one person to take medication for the wrong mental illness which could be harmful so that's one reason and apart from that with self-diagnosis once you're diagnosed with the illness you might start panicking you might not know what you're supposed to do next and that panic that is created could lead to something really dangerous. But if I, if I talk about professional diagnosis, on the contrary, it's better because a professional can tell you what to do next and also able to analyze the root problem of the scenario or the problem that you're going through, which is really important if you want to help heal. So all of that is not applicable in terms of self-diagnosis. So that's why I would recommend a professional diagnosis. Um,
1: yeah, I agree with the point that diagnosing yourself with a professional is more reliable than self-diagnosis. And yeah, as you said, certain symptoms from different disorders do overlap each other. So it is very important to seek the right form of treatment. And yeah, thank you so much for your time, Ishita and Vidushi. I have learned a lot today and I hope our listeners did too. And be sure to check out Kieranetic on Instagram and its website in the description. You can support us by rating this episode and following us on our Instagram page. Thank you for listening and stay safe.